Yo, what's going on, people? Welcome to the Miles Mikulski podcast, where we talk to some of your favourite artists and talk all things music-related, mainly hip-hop, but, you know, we might have to fling in a few things along the way. If you enjoy any of the content, make sure you follow me on socials, at Miles Mikulski. Basically, it's in my name. If you're listening to it right now, you'll be able to see my name right there. I ain't going to spell it out, because that's kind of long still. But follow me on socials to keep updated on who the next guest will be in the future. Anyway, without further ado, let's get into another episode of the Mars Mikulski podcast. In the building right now, we got Riley Ritchie with me. What are you saying, man? I'm good. I'm ready to get up. You ready to get up, yeah? Yeah. You're a morning person, though? No. So then, <laughs> mm, I don't know if that's going to work. Not at all. But you got your brand new album out. I have, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. What's the name of it? Tell them. It's called You're a Man Now, Boy. Yeah. And is that pause, boy? Sorry, you're a man now, comma, boy. Yeah. And the thing is, <laughs> I, I want to know the concept of that because I, li- I read it and I was like, does you mean like someone else is kind of looking back and saying to you, oh, you're a man now? Or is it a transition from the first couple of tracks you're making to like now? It's like, a, well, it's a, I, I like the fact that it's an oxymoron. It's yeah. like, <laughs> you know, it's it, it's supposed to be a little bit like patronizing. Yeah. Suppose, not to people, not to anybody, but like to For me. To yourself, yeah. Like, and I think the reason I chose that title was because the song You're a Man Now Boy on the album is it kind of sums up what the album's about. It's that thing of like being an adult and feeling like you should be an adult but not feeling like an adult. Yeah. And not really knowing what an adult is. What's the biggest reality of that hearing you though? Um I mean actually the the biggest realization I've had, even since like announcing the album and what it's called, is that people of all ages feel that way. Yeah. You know, like my 21 year old sister thinks that she's supposed to be an adult and she doesn't feel like an adult at all. Mm. My dad is like in his 50s or whatever. I think he's in his, no, maybe he's not in his 50s. You better get anyway, it right, you know? <laughs> point is, point is, he's in his 40s or 50s and he's like, he doesn't feel like an adult yet, you know? Yeah. And I think it's that, that it's about that. And it's not specifically, it's not gender specific as well. I want to. I want to make sure I say that because it's it's important that like people know. It's just I just like the title. Yeah, <laughs> it's, not, it's not an album just for men. Yeah, you don't, you don't <laughs> want to start that beef, you know. That can get deep. But you got some old tracks on there. You got some new tracks on there. So you got yeah. Bloodsport that came out 2014, mm-hmm. and then you released a video last year. Yeah. Then you got Stronger Than Ever. Slightly different version, man. You know with the 15 version and the 14 yeah. version, the, the main difference I could hear was just kind of at the end of the track. There's like a new little bit that got added. What else is in there? That's a bit. Uh, all of the strength. Well, see, this is the thing. It's just it was more stuff that like for me personally, I was okay. like, I want it. So the vote there's like slightly different vocals. Yeah. F- like throughout the song, and the strings. There's real strings in it now. Okay. They weren't real strings before. They were synthetic strings. I hate. I, I don't like fake strings or Can't fake horns. Yeah, you can. I can tell. You know, I listen to. And the it's music, also right? it's a slightly better mix. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You can, the <laughs> thing is, you can, from the video when you're coming out the bathroom and all that, you could tell that it's better sound and the visuals actually help it as well. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Then you got Stronger Than Ever. Yeah. That came out and that was kind of, in, well, England used that mm-hmm. in the World Cup. Yeah. And uh, yeah, let's leave that because, yeah, they kind of flopped. I know, I didn't, I didn't know how to feel about that because I was like, who was it? I think Nihal, like, tweeted about it. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I think he said, oh, the only good thing about this is that they've just played Stronger Than Ever. Yeah. And I was, I was like, oh, it's a bit of a... <laughs> it's a bit of a win-lose yeah. because England has just gone good. out of the World Cup. Yeah. 
do people is it a good thing that the first thing that song that people hear is my song after that no, but when you know people what? are angry in four years time people could look back and think of the highlights and your song's going to be played and be like I was there you know I was there it's also it. been used for people winning things it was used in the Olympics yes that's the main thing Formula 1 <laughs> there you go it's got to be said in it it's not just a loser song do you know what no I mean? not at all <laughs> but what other tracks are you looking forward to people listening to when the album drops at the end of the month all of the new stuff I'm like I'm just, I'm fascinated to see what people think yeah like I'm so I'm like I'm really happy with it I just it's gonna be interesting you know? mm. there's like a couple of songs in particular that I'm like I don't know what people are gonna think because it's slightly different to what you've released so far yeah and I want it like it was really important putting this album together I think for a really long time I was trying to write like a concept album and I wanted it to all like all the songs to kind of melt into each other and and actually I think the thing that was more interesting to me was that each song has its own life. Yeah, it's but separate. They all, yeah, yeah, exactly. So it didn't feel like 12, it didn't feel like the one same. song times 12. Yeah. Um, and, but then also that whilst they have their own worlds, that they're all kind of adding to the same story. And I hope that I've done that. But you know what, the songs that you've released so far, they've got that emotional tone to it. Oh yeah, everything's very emotional. Yeah, yeah. It's the only way I can write a song is if I feel feel a, a way about yeah. something. Yeah, you have to have the passion there before you can actually start writing lyrics for it. Yeah. But you know on the flip side though, the some of the characters that you've played mm. in the acting side yeah. have been completely the opposite. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like you got Omen from Adulthood. Yeah. He was some sort of robot. When you know when you were playing him, yeah, and you went yeah. to the barbershop and try to like <laughs> sit in front of him, I was like, nah, nah. In no barbershop anyone's ever taken that, you know. That's never happened. Trust me. Then you also I got, got the stuffing <laughs> it depends it depends on what barbershop you go to there's some posh barbershops that they might allow you in it might, you know I'm, I'm a bit shook right now you know because where you walked in the shops like Mm-mm. I think they kicked me out though to be fair yeah I yeah, think yeah. I got thrown out that's good to see in Labour Grove I haven't seen that film for a long time Charles but then you got Unsullied you're playing Grey Worm yeah in the top done mm. in the show and you're very you're supposed to be emotionless in that character they told that was they told me like first season that I did they were like you, you just gotta play a robot yeah. They're like we're gonna we're gonna do stuff with it hopefully, but, mm. but right now you just gotta be a robot, just be a train wreck. But you know, obviously you're playing a serious character, and then your songs are quite emotional. How hard is it to make that transition between the two? Um, I think they're they're completely different. Like, um, when I write, a, I only write songs because I need to write a song. Yeah, I don't. I'm not very good at. I never get anything done if I'm having like a day where where I'm just like going to the studio because I've got to go to the studio. Yeah. It's very rare that anything comes out of that. Like it's mostly when I'm anxious about something or stressed or I'm happy or, you know, so that completely is just like an emotional reaction. Yeah. Um, whereas if I'm playing Grey Worm, I just, someone else writes a script and then I- You're following like, the orders. Pretend to be that person. Yeah. <laughs> like it, they don't, they don't cross over in any way. Mm. Like it, I don't, I'm not like a, I'm not like a person that like catches on to I grey do worm acting, and I'm like uh, I, I live as grey worm for yeah. six weeks. <laughs> like, you, you know what? Some people get a bit too carried away with their roles that they play. Yeah, no, they do. Yeah, and that, that works for them, and everyone's got a different, uh, different way of doing it. But mm. yeah, I'm not like that. I'm like, I'm terrible on set. Like I, I'm, I can't keep a straight face. <laughs> I'm terrible. 
You're, true, doing, you're doing well in the, in the episodes, isn't it? We don't they edit that. it well. <laughs> they edit it very well. But you know what? Like, who else has kind of got musical talents in the set? Because I know Hodor's a DJ. He's doing bits. I did yeah. not believe that when I saw it. Don't know anything about that. I don't know. Um, don't know. I don't, um, Ooh, hush hush. No, I, no, I genuinely don't don't know. None of nobody that I know from the show does does anything like mm. music. It's quite big, isn't it? I, th- I think there are a few people. Like I know the guy that plays Hodor is a DJ. Yeah. Is he called himself? Is he called DJ Hodor? No, no. Imagine if he was. I think he went okay. on like a, he went on a tour or something as well. Where yeah, it was that Rave of Thrones thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. couldn't do. I want to do something. Like that. All right. So say if you're. But on... I, I don't. I'm not shading him for it. Yeah, let's not let's not start beef right now. You know what I mean. There might be a time where your character's crossing the show. <laughs> we don't want to see any emotions come out, you know. Yeah. But you know, like if you're on, you say you were feeling like emotion and that. Mm. And say if you're on set, you have like a bit of inspiration. Yeah. How do you can how can you manage the two then? Then. Uh. Well, that's what I mean. Like whenever the camera's not filming, I'm just myself. Like. Yeah. Even like on set, I'm messing. Up, I mess about in between. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not I'm not very good at being like serious. So um yeah, I just do it like I always do. Like every day I write I write something every day. Yeah. And I either just put it like record it into my phone or like write it into my notes or okay. whatever. Um so just it would I'll just do that. That's right. Just go then, into yeah. a quiet corner and and put it into my And then get phone. back into set and get it back into mode. I don't even get into mode I'll be honest with you, I don't even get into <laughs> any kind of mode. I just like when they say action mm. I just do Yo, you smash it, do what I'm supposed to do, and then and then I go back to being me when they say cut. So you're smashing it. <laughs> that's that's actually a good motive. Though. Just do that, and it works. I need to you know get some tips. And Imagine learn. I'd be so boring if I was like acting like Grey Worm all the time. Yeah, just speaking that made up language as well, isn't it? The fracky. Yeah, exactly. No one understands me. Mm. But you know, Valentine's Day is coming up. Yeah, yeah. And what do you think? What's the best and worst date you've been on? Uh, I feel like dating. Like, how old are you? 22. I had to think about, you had to think about that. Okay. So I feel like I feel like dating is a is a thing that's like come fairly recently. Like I definitely <laughs> went I definitely went on like I went to the cinema yeah. when I was a kid with girls or whatever. Like I'm not but I never called it a date. Like I was already always an it was American. It's just a meetup kind of thing. Yeah, I yeah. kind of feel like my my girlfriend is the first person that I've been on dates with. Okay. Like I'd never yeah. I can't really think of bad. I've never really had a bad date or a, like a particularly like <laughs> amazing date. <I'm> t- <laughs> I don't know. You know what? Sometimes it just varies, isn't it? Some yeah. people on the I've date had lots place. of awkward meetups. Like okay, when yeah. we're at school, when you like you go you go cinema and it's like it's like oh yeah. So um yeah yeah do, do you want to go see a film? Yeah. Uh, Went to see uh, Final Fantasy Spirits Within. Okay, that's, that's one. That's one date I remember. See how? Wait, was she? But it was that, just awkward. Was she into anime? No, you, no. So then that neither was, of us were. What? Not at that time. I wasn't into anime when I was a kid. Well, I was gonna say that because that'd be a weird film to go roll up to. And it's just like, mm, are we just here to make <laughs> out? Like, <laughs> but so would you take a girl to Nando's for a date then? Because people, bad people get political. I take my though. girlfriend to Nando's all the time, and she takes me to Nando's. There you go. That's what we need. We go Dutch. We always go Dutch. We're very 21st century. I respect that, you know, because some people <laughs> be, be like buying a whole chicken and be like, so you're buying it then? I'm like, what? <laughs> I don't think so. Like, nah, I don't think that's fair. I don't think it's fair for for anyone to put pressure on anybody else to do anything. I think it's got, I think you should go go halves. 
then it's fair and square all the, the time. The logic is sick. Or right we now. like swap. If we go cinema, I'll pay for it this week. You pay for it next week. Whatever. Decent. Mm-hmm. I respect That's that. How we do it. You know. Right, so let's go back to the music. So the tour's coming up as well in April. Yeah. So you got three dates. You're kicking it off in Bristol. I am. I like yeah. that because you're home. going back home first. Yeah. yeah. Tell us about it then. It's, uh, it's gonna be fun. Yeah. I'm yeah, I'm very much looking forward to it. Yeah. And it's gonna be good to do to be able to do uh the album. Yeah. You know. And I, I as far as I know we haven't actually started rehearsing yet, but I haven't decided yet what we're gonna do. But I think we'll probably just do the whole album. Sick. And some extra bits. With the album. bonus tracks as well. Uh yeah, but I mean like there'll just be like stuff there'll be stuff there'll be songs in there that, that aren't on either. That's calm. Not like I'm saying that like the secret new stuff. Yeah, yeah. I just mean there's stuff that's not on the album or the deluxe that are older songs that I'll that I'll probably put in there. Yeah. It just depends really. Is anyone else lined up to come join you? Because I know you, you supported George Ezra last year. I did, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've got I've got uh Ray and, and Chris Loco on tour with me this year, which okay. is really cool. Okay, yes. I it. really like Ray, she's she's awesome. She's got an amazing voice. Mm. Like an amazing live voice as well. It sounds like a recording. So it's gonna be a nice feature. Yeah, tour. yeah. And uh, and Chris Loco as well. He's like produced. He produced uh, "Stronger Than Ever" and another song called "Cowards" that's on the album. And he's he's a really good DJ as well. And he's he he DJed at my last tour and just was just dropping bombs. Okay, yeah. well, I'm looking forward to that. I'm gonna try and make the London date as well. Come down, man. That's gonna be live. All right. So the album is out February 26th. February 26th. Yeah. Yeah. One more time. Let's let, let's let them know the name. You're a man now, boy. February 26th. Exactly. You're right. If you pre-order it now. You can get five extra tracks. Yeah. Bang. There you go. I told you, man. Not the research. <laughs> you know. <laughs> All right. This was Miles Raleigh Richie. Who's with me in the studio. Peace. Thank you.